0: Hey guys, this is D Williams again with this Comics Life. On this episode, I'm gonna be talking about transgender porno jokes. I'm bringing back a favorite of mine called the Domesticating Aliens bit, and I'm gonna be talking about my adventures as being a world famous Disneyland character. Let's check it out. Right, everybody this is again this comics life with your host me d williams this is the only podcast that follows my progress of being a great stand-up comedian week by week one open mic to the next this is actually two open mics coming up but it's nonetheless just as awesome as all my others <laughs> psych it is better than most of these episodes but i will say it is definitely not the best episode I've probably made. Who knows? Maybe it'll be better than anything else that you've heard before. I hope so. Anyway, uh, I should talk a little bit about why I uh, wanted to play Yes at the top of the show. Um, I did have nefarious reasons a little bit, but I was thinking to myself, like, because I have been listening to a lot of Yes and other bands, you know, classic rock bands, clearly, and it's so funny because... I want to know, and am I the first person to realize this, but are we clearly missing a genuine reboot moment where all these classic rock bands have stupid names and we could bring back the stupid Abbott and Costello bit of who's on first with all these different band names? Like, for instance, Yes. There's a band called Yes, and there's a band called Guess Who? There's a band called Who? But, of course, they're all the... There's a fucking band called The Band. <laughs> so why hasn't like any type of sketch comedy show or any type of like entertainment brought that back and like did some sort of bit where like you know just two stoners are hanging out at Coachella or some sort of stupid, you know, hippie music festival and just have it be a straight up ripoff. Let's go there now.
1: Hey, hey, how you doing, Abbott? I'm so glad you invited me to this fabulous music festival full of freaks and weirdos and $12 hot dogs. But let me ask you, who's playing on first tonight? Whoa!
2: Oh my god, are we doing this again? Oh, Oh, well. It's uh, guess who? Lou? Oh,
1: Abbott! Oh, Abbott! all you oh, why I oughta? <laughs> Come on, stop joshing me around, Abbott. Who's on first? I told you, guess who? All right, bud, stop yanking my crank. Who is it really? Glenn Miller? Glenn
2: Miller? How old are you? Or is it
1: Arcade Fire or somebody remotely famous here?
2: God, who the hell is Arcade
1: Fire? Come on, tell me, Abbott. For the last
2: time, Costello. Guess who is on first? Now shut the hell up already and eat these brownies this hippie over there gave me. (laughs) Ha,
1: fine. But why do I need to shut up, Abbott? You're the one who keeps asking me to guess who's playing first. I'm not
2: asking you to guess who. I'm telling you guess who is playing first. I don't think you understand, my fat chum. Guess who is playing first? Follow my yes, then who's on 3rd (laughs) do
1: Don't bring my way to this, Abbott, you skinny bitch. Just tell me who's playing right now. I am. Guess who? Look. Stop fucking around, bud. I don't know what you're trying to pull. But you're the one who wanted to come here to this stupid desert full of weirdos. Now stop fucking with me and just tell me who's on first. I did
2: guess who. Why are you
1: forcing me to be a part of this stupid goddamn bit just to make idiots laugh? I don't want to guess who. Just fucking tell me. I am fucking telling you, guess who. I know they suck, but that's why they're on first. What are you talking about? They all suck. I just wanted to know what shitty man was playing first! Forget I asked. Fine. Who's next, then?
2: Who's on third? Yes is next. Fuck, Abbott. it. Okay,
1: who's on second? No, so, yes is on second. What? Then who's after yes? Who's after yes? What the hell? Oh my god, dude, do you know what the fuck my friend is talking about? <laughs> oh, man, I don't know where I am right now. Is
2: this heaven? Look, Lou, guess who was playing right now? Then yes. Then who? If
1: you ask me who one more time, Abbott, I'm gonna stab you in the dick hole. Just tell me who's fucking playing next! Who's on third? Stop fucking with me, Abbott. No need to yell and
2: get old mad pal. I was just trying to tell you the lineup. Don't you recognize the song, guess who's
1: playing? That's it!
2: Oh my nickel. A vicious act of brutality broke out this afternoon at
0: the world-famous freaks and weirdos music festival when a rather portly man named lou costello allegedly stabbed his comically skinny gay life partner bud abbott in the dick hole an eyewitness quote said where am i is this heaven who the hell is abbott and costello Alright everybody, hopefully that was a little funny here and there. I'm trying to do new things here because, uh, you know, for some reason, I looked at the numbers recently for past episodes and there is a huge plummet. I am not getting a second date with a lot of you folks. You guys are coming on and it's great. It's uh, You're finding it through however you find it and then suddenly I'm not getting a return Sender, I'm not getting a second episode. Someone is going, ugh, man, that guy is weird, or this is stupid, and I don't want to listen to this anymore. Why did I even download this in the first place? Ugh, I am unsubscribing you because that's the thing. Like, it was a a nice gradual pace all the way up, like from week to week. Um, at least a good four or five weeks in, and. Then suddenly episode 7 or 8 hit, and then nobody wanted to listen anymore, and I don't know why. Is it something I said? I understand, guys. Whoever's still listening, thank you. You obviously uh, know me, and you know my type of humor, and I'm glad, because, uh, you know, it sucks, because with podcasts and I think with, with any relationship, period, uh, you don't get a lot of, like, honest feedback of why they stopped doing what they're wanting to do, you know, why they broke up with you, why they fired you, why they actually stopped listening. You're never going to hear the real honest reason. You're only going to hear what they tell you. And with podcasting, they don't tell you at all. They just stop listening. (laughs) They don't call you up and go like, Hey, D, uh, you know, this comic's life, that episode uh, 2 or 3, that was really funny. But uh, 4 and 5, I could care less about. And it kind of just... You know, got me to thinking. Why am I not listening to uh, Mark Maron or Adam Carolla or Joe Rogan or any of those other podcasts that get you know thousands and thousands of listeners per episode? <laughs> why am I not listening to those guys? <laughs> Sorry, uh, I'm I'm leaving. <laughs> uh, I'm no longer li- listening to you. No, you don't. You don't get those types of phone calls or emails or anything like that. You just get. Just know that people aren't listening. So now I'm trying to change it up. I'm trying to figure out let's do something different. Let's talk about something else and maybe do a, a throw in a sketch or two. <laughs> Why not? You know, uh, I'm obviously all, I'm all on my own, so I'm doing it. However what I want to do. (laughs) But it would be nice to hear from the people that do listen and that do find me funny. Like, what things do you like? What bits do you like? What uh, stand-up routines have you heard that you think that I should do again or try to, like, hone in on? Or uh, what... Things do you want me to uh, not talk about? <laughs> it would be nice to hear more feedback. Uh, I've had feedback on a few things. Uh, usually uh, my musical choices are getting a lot of feedback, as well as uh, a few different things here and there. Um, but I do feel like uh, uh, music is a good thing to, to riff on. Music is always a huge part of my life. I've always uh, had you know music going on, usually pretty much everywhere I go and uh, it's it's nice to hear new things it's nice to hear you know classic stuff that i've always heard like a million times before but i want to hear it a million times in one and i want i hope that's like what what people want to do with my comedy someday is want to hear it over and over, you know, or at least want to hear it multiple times. Because uh, I'm I'm showing it to you guys multiple times here in different versions. Hopefully, in the version that I show you today with the uh, domesticating aliens bit, uh, it's going to be a better version than the other two times than you heard it. Uh, hopefully, the fiftieth time you've heard it is going to be. The one that's way polished and the one that has legs and that can be told anywhere, anytime, and it's going to kill. That's where I want these jokes to get to someday. And hopefully, I need to get to other jokes. I need to build around it. And it would be nice to see what I could do in, like, an opening feature act or some sort of, like, 10 minute set because I would like to see myself really get some stage time where I can actually hone in on something but on the other hand I would think to myself how many jokes can I get in a three minute set too how many jokes can I punch in and totally strip away all the meat and not well not the meat but all the fat strip away all the fat and then get just to the joke and see if I can get like three or four jokes in like a minute or maybe three or four jokes in like a three minute set that would be great and that's what i'm trying to do in these short sets but it would be nice to see a longer set just to see how far i can stretch some of these bits that i have been doing a little bit uh i guess that's just for another show who knows i need to start networking i've noticed that i am not networking at all with a lot of these comics like i'm talking to comics i'm i'm definitely making friends like people know me they know that i have a podcast they know my name that's it like I want to get to the point where we're not talking about comedy all the time and I'm not trying to have to like impress these people but I don't Say, I don't necessarily think I'm trying to impress these people, but that's my problem is that I'm not impressing these people with my comedy, and then I step off stage and I probably just fumble around and become a weirdo off stage too, and then suddenly they don't want to hang out either off stage. <laughs> so I'm just trying to have my comedy do my talking for me, and that's not there yet. As soon as I get to the point where my comedy is killer, then I think that people are going to naturally come around and go, hey guy, you're pretty good. I want to talk to you more. But that's not at that moment. I mean, that I've had that moment happen to me a few times with comedians, and it is one of those things where I love it. I, I like when... People will instantly go like, hey man, nice set. Hey man, that was a good thing that you just said. And and then you can instantly go, oh sweet, I'll say that again, maybe next time. And then it never, (laughs) and then you say it again, and then it totally never, it totally bombs. And then you go, well, uh, I guess at least that first comic said that it was cool that one time. And that's the thing with audiences too, is that there is so many times where you could say one thing and people will get a laugh and then you can say the same exact thing somewhere else and it won't get a laugh at all. And that's this uh, transgender bit that I start with this uh, open mic. It is 50-50. I, gotta, I almost want to like ask at the top of the show like, are you guys into transgender jokes? And then try to judge it on that joke alone and then go, oh, okay, I can go into more transgender jokes. But if they don't laugh at the beginning, just go like, well, here's some alien bits then, (laughs) or something like that, where I can already know, like, okay, I'm not going to waste my time telling you a three-minute bit about something that you guys aren't going to laugh at in the beginning versus, like, tell me something that you are into and tell me something that you do want to laugh at, and then I'll tell you a joke about that, (laughs) and let's not waste each other's time. That's what I really want to go to these audiences with, is, like, just... Don't let me waste your time. Please tell me what you laugh at, or please please tell me what you find funny, and I'll tell you some more about that. <laughs> but uh, let's not ramble on anymore, and let me tell you uh, what we get into. Of course, it's the transgender bit, as well as the uh, domesticating aliens, as well as a nude bit, which is, I don't believe I've played it, uh, it's the uh, Geppetto bit... Uh, that I have uh, when I was a Disney character at uh, the Disneyland Resort anyway so uh, let's go to that now and we'll talk all about it afterwards stay tuned guys this guy's great give it up for the hilarious Daryl Williams everybody check out his podcast this Comics Life on Instagram at This Comics Life at Twitter at The D Stories on Gmail at This Comics Life Pod at gmail.com that, that was so sweet. <laughs> oh, millions, everybody, come, come on up, up. get up. Get up. It. So, I was perusing my everyday pornographic website. Woo as I do from time to time and I came across a video that had, at first, to my blind eyes or to my, I guess, naivete, it said simply, hot chick takes a big dick. (laughs) Now, my normal reptilian brain is thinking to myself, Okay, well that seems pretty reasonable. I can get behind that. It's pretty much, you know, all right there. So I, I begin to watch it and obviously get to my stuff. And all of a sudden, I hear the phrase that, unbeknownst to myself earlier, was the biggest boner killer of them all. Now. This phrase was something I've never heard before, but I'm sure I'm going to be hearing it a lot more now that it's out and about in, in this world. Now the phrase was, and this was right as I was about to, you know, do the deed. And the phrase was, give me that big dick where my dick used to be. That's what I'm saying. I didn't know this was a transgender porn, but right at that moment, I found out that it was a gender, a transgender porn. Now, ladies, if you ever want to get rid of a man that's having sex with you, just as he's humping and pumping, whisper in his ear, Give me that big dick where my dick used to be. Now, I don't know what's going on with the transgender thing. It didn't say, you know, it could have simply said in the video itself on the title, Hot chick takes a big dick where her dick used to be. (laughs) And I would have been fine with it. Now, I'm not trying to judge. I'm not trying to say this is gross, or I threw up, or whatever. I simply just went on to another video and went, well, that's weird. But, I'm just trying to tell these porno websites that you need to make your descriptions a little bit more descriptive. Now, I understand hot chicks, and I understand big dicks, but there needs to be more in that. Now, I've also started to think to myself, if I was a transgendered woman, what would my name be? Because I'm always thinking to myself, like, you get to pick any name in the world if you change your gender. So your name is pretty much who you are. Like, if you pick Cassandra or some sort of, you know, name that has a few syllables, you're probably going to be a whore. (laughs) but do you want to be a whore I mean do you want people to just automatically on day one of you being a girl automatically think oh that girl's a whore and I'm thinking to myself I would definitely be a transgender girl next door I wouldn't have to change my glasses I wouldn't have to change like my breast size I wouldn't have to do anything it'd it'd be pretty sweet so uh, when you're at uh, another party or somewhere else in this world. Go to somebody and ask them, what is your transgender name? And you'll learn a lot about that person. (laughs) I don't have long, so I'll just uh, say, uh, a lot of people think that uh, being visited by aliens would be really cool, but I actually think what would be really cooler is if we were domesticated by aliens. Because... It would be, like, basically living out your your best day of your life every day of your life. And I'm not talking about, like, the glorified, like, indentured servant that, like, a horse or a donkey. I'm talking about, like, being the lovable pet to an alien family. That would be the best thing ever. Now, I mean, there would be some drawbacks. Like, first, like, the food. The human food would probably, like, be, like, you know, McDonald's. Maybe a little bit better on, like, Alien Christmas. It'd be like, you know, black Angus or like red lobster. But the things that would be like kinda of demeaning would be having to do like human tricks for the intergalactic space nougat. Like the intergalactic space nougat, you're probably thinking, what the fuck is that? Well, just imagine like a Snickers having like a gay sex orgy with a uh an Abba Zabba and call whatchamacallit Like just have them all mixed together And then there's like some bacon Like having a cuckold like Simulation like in the back So it's like you just get a hint Of bacon afterwards So just imagine all of those things at once And then your alien Like pet owner Comes up to you and goes Here here man Would you like some Nice intergalactic space maybe? And you'd be like hell yeah I do and then he'd go, well, all you have to do is just jump on this pogo stick or maybe just do the Macarena. Just, you know,
2: do a human trick, please.
0: Wouldn't that be lovely? And then you're just thinking, like, well, I guess I just, if I want that intergalactic space then I'll just jump on that pogo stick or do the Macarena. And then that would be the, the height of your day, but also the lowest end of your day. But uh, I will, I guess, uh, just end it on. Uh, I used to be a, a Disneyland character for uh, the world-famous Disneyland park, and I would be uh, a lot of things, you know, Eeyore, Tigger, whatever. And the the coolest part was is one time I was Geppetto, the the father to to Pinocchio, and this. uh guest came up to me with her kids, and she was an older woman, and she came up to me and said the most peculiar thing ever, and she said, mijo, mijo, this is Alberto Einstein. Go get his autograph, mijo. And I was just thinking, oh my god, because to be, okay, I'll give her credit, Albert Einstein does look a little like Geppetto. But, here's where I began to think. Does this woman think that Walt Disney created Albert Einstein? Or does she think that Albert Einstein, the father of the atomic bomb, is also the father of a wooden boy that through the power of love became a real boy? And whatever it is, she's teaching her kids this, and I just love it. So, with that in mind, guys, have a good one. There he goes, guys. Woo! Give it up for Darren Williams, our Yay! final commentator. Alright guys, wasn't that amazing? Weren't those jokes just fabulous? I hope they were because uh, if you haven't stuck around or if you have stuck around this long, you're probably thinking they're not that bad. Anyway, uh, let's get right into these jokes. Alright, so right off the bat, this is a long setup and since this joke has been recorded, I have uh, shortened this a lot, but I've noticed the longer it is, it is uh it, it just dies on, on on stage. So I need to uh, wrap this up, but this is probably the longest version of this joke. But uh, this is definitely uh, something from my everyday life. Uh, <laughs> it is one of those things where you know, you peruse the internet and uh, eventually you run into a uh, porn and like most men, you think to yourself, "I could go for some porn right now and then you get into it and unbeknownst to yourself, It's not described right. You don't read the tags. And four minutes in, you find yourself running into a transgender porn. And I will say... This transgender woman is very good looking. She was, uh, she fooled me, I'll I'll say that. And I don't think that's the thing. I think these things, they're a whole ruse. Just like pornography in general. Like, all of those things, you know, where like, uh, the pizza man shows up and I can't pay for it, so I'll just suck your dick. Like, obviously we know that's a sham. But... Everything else is set up, too. Like, I, I've, I've noticed there's a lot of uh, things online with uh, backroom confessionals and things like that where these girls just think that, you know, they're just down on their luck and they just need two grand, so they're going to just, you know, have sex for, f- you know, money for just a couple of weeks. And, you know, of course, like, in order to do that, they're going to have to suck the producer's dick and everything. And, I I mean, I'll admit, it's it's... I like that because, you know, it's kind of a girl next door, you know, kind of a girl that's just not really into porn. She's just doing it because she has to. Uh, maybe, but it's all set up, you know, because obviously these girls are not having, you know, protected sex and we all know that you have to in order to be on film and blah, blah, blah. And it's just one of those things where you just have to dispel the disbelief a little bit. But I'm just saying like this one, I think they're dispelling the disbelief a little bit too, because like she was all talking about how she was used to be a dude and how this is like, you know, give me my give me that big dick where my dick used to be and blah 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 and it's like okay is this girl used to be a dude because if that's the case then man i am fooled beyond belief but i think it's one of those things where they're just saying it on camera to just satisfy that kink that people are looking for you know it's the same thing with uh stepmom porn and all sorts of like you know milf porn and uh Girlfriend milf porn and stuff like that. Like they're not girlfriends. They're not. There's real stepmoms. They're not even related. You know. They're not even really any of those things. You know. It's so it's just porn. <laughs> but I will say it is a boner killer when you first hear it. When you're not looking for it, and you hear "Give me that big dick" or "My big dick used to be," and you're like, "What?" Ugh. And that's a real tip for you, ladies. Definitely whisper that. Just do it for fun. Don't even even if you're, you know, like your husband or your wife or your uh, your your boyfriend or whatever. Just do it. Just cause it would be funny as hell. <laughs> anyway. Moving on to other things, I will say that transgender joke It is early on if I know it's not going to go well. And I almost want to like bail on it halfway through, but it's such a great punchline that you almost want to just wait for the silence until the punchline hits. But I can know really on in like at this stage that the punchline is really not going to even work too sometimes. <laughs> and that's when I want to go, hey guys, do you want to hear a transgender joke or not? Uh, because I can just move on to another joke if you want. <laughs> and I will do that. So, like I said, uh, this next bit was the uh, obviously the uh, if humans could be domesticated by aliens, what would it be like? And I will admit, this is a joke that I've had said a few times before, so I won't really get into it that much. But I do like it. It does work. Uh, I think people do like the Marvin the Martian, the
2: hmm, isn't that lovely? Hmm? Huh? Wouldn't you like some intergalactic space nougat? You just need to jump on this poro stick and do the Macarena at the same time and then hit this other human in the nuts. Wouldn't
0: that be lovely? (laughs) Yeah, so I do like that bit. It does work sometimes. Uh, Most of the time, I will say. I I don't know if it's like, it's weird. Like, you kind of want to open it with sometimes, but I don't know. Sometimes it works better when I close with it. I'll still have to try to find out a million times more to say it. And uh, I won't talk about it much more, but then I'll talk really about... uh, this last bit, which was a new bit for me, which kind of went over well, and this was actually 100% true. This woman definitely came up with her kids one day when I was Geppetto, and a lot of times, I mean, a lot of times, people would just, you know, they wouldn't know the name Geppetto, and I get it. it he's a pretty obscure character, and they would really not know who he was if I was standing by myself. You know, a lot of times, if I was standing next to Pinocchio, or next to Foulfellow or uh, Gideon, or, you know, the other people that are in Pinocchio, <laughs> then they would kind of get the the one and two and go, oh yeah, okay, he's the dad. But a lot of times, yeah, they would. I'd get old man Pinocchio's dad. Uh, I'd get Giuseppe. Just <laughs> I'd get a lot of uh, just variations of Geppetto, like Geppie P P O, It was like a Porky Pig type of thing. But here's the this was a genuine react i mean i really had a woman come up to me one time and she said like mijo mijo get over here get over like this is alberto einstein and like she was so like satisfied with herself, she was totally like, "You are meeting a great man here." Like, and I will say, uh, Albert Einstein, Albert Einstein, he is a great man. He is a very interesting person. And if he was really signing autographs at Disneyland, I would probably get his autograph too. I would definitely be like, "Oh man, we got Albert Einstein standing over by the wishing well." Damn, get his autograph. <laughs> he better, he better write, you know, E equals MC squared or something on the bottom. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like a million questions came up to me when I first thought of this, and like I was just, the, you can't ask a woman like as a comedian. You totally want to break character. You totally want to just go. Listen, what lady? What did you just call me? Look, I'm the, the I'm a cartoon character. I'm Geppetto. I'm the son, the father of this like wooden boy that became a you know a real boy. Just watch a movie. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like I will say, uh, I do think she could be you know confused because there are a lot of similarities when I think about it about Geppetto and Albert Einstein. First, they're both German. Like. Right off the bat, they kind of, you know, have that accent where they kind of sound a lot like <laughs> if you watch uh, if you watch Pinocchio and then you listen to Albert Einstein talk, they're pretty much uh, even. And I will admit too. If you look at two back side to side, they're definitely um kind of similar too in in both respects. I mean, they look kind of similar. And I will admit like I can get where she's a little off. But to just think that, like, Albert Einstein created Pinocchio and during his off time or something, like, you know, he was during the Manhattan Project and during his, uh, you know, stint at all these, like, universities, he had the time to make a wooden boy and then wish from a fairy on the wishing star that uh, someday he could become real. (laughs) Oh, my God, that would be hilarious if this woman is teaching her kids that. Like, yes, he was part of the Manhattan Project, and he did create the uh, atomic theory and relativity and all of that, but he also created little boys that came to life from wood. (laughs) I wish she would I wish my mom taught me that shit I wish I could totally go like mom you are full of shit right now you are totally and or just be that one dumb kid that just goes yeah my mom taught me this she taught, she taught me like the theory of relativity and also that if you could uh, create if you could also wish hard enough on the uh, power of this wishing star you could create uh, life out of uh, wood <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. And not only that, here's another thing, too, that I brought up. Does she think that maybe Albert Einstein is not a real person, but just a cartoon character that Walt Disney created? And if that's the case, then I, I might even give her a pass. Like, it's like, oh, okay, she just, she's just a moron. She just doesn't even, like, know what, she doesn't know what real life is. She doesn't know what, like, fake life is. She doesn't, she's just going on through life. And, and Good honor because she's at least uh, solvent enough to buy a $100 ticket for not one, but probably five kids. And if you can do that, then I guess you're doing something right, not knowing who Albert Einstein is and who Geppetto is. I mean, I guess in that instance, whatever. <laughs> if you can afford Disneyland, you can afford not to know who Geppetto is. <laughs> Anyway, guys, I guess I'll wrap that up with uh, just thank you again for tuning in to this Comics Life. Please let me know if you are tuning in and why you're tuning in, and please tell a friend. And, and I understand if those friends don't like it. Don't let that discourage you. Tell everybody. And if you want to follow me on Facebook or Instagram, it's This Comics Life. Or you can hit me up again on Twitter at the D Stories. And you can also write me on emails uh, at thiscomicslifepod at gmail.com. All right, guys, we'll be hearing a lot more from me, and hopefully soon I'll be getting some more equipment so I can get in some guests. And if you are a stand-up comedian that has listened and you want to be a guest, please hit me up on any of those uh, social media networks, and we can arrange you to be on this. And please, we can show your early stand-up career and make fun of that as well (laughs) i hope that doesn't discard any guys from wanting to be on so anyway uh guys tune in next week and thanks again and peace out